This is Tech in 10 by Westpac Wire, a 10-minute chat with industry experts about Westpac's latest tech news and trends. When you shop online, do you use your card's dynamic CVC when you pay? If so, you've radically reduced your chance of being defrauded, according to new research by Westpac. And joining me, Emma Foster, to talk this through is Ben Young, the bank's Head of Fraud and Financial Crime Insight. So hi, Ben. Thanks for joining today's Tech in 10. Hi, Emma. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, before we get into the analysis, there are probably a lot of people out there who don't know what we're talking about when we say dynamic CVC. So let's start there. What is a dynamic CVC? So a normal CVC is the three little security numbers on the back of your card that you enter alongside your card number and your expiry date when you, when you shop online. But because it's printed on the card, it obviously can't change. With Westpac now having a digital card in the app, uh, we have the ability to change this number dynamically, which we do every 24 hours. Okay, so the way you find it is to go into the online banking app, not into your digital wallet? Yeah, no, so it's just the normal internet banking app. You just open up on the main landing page at the bottom of the screen. There's a little icon that says cards. If you've got multiple cards, you just sort of scroll through which one you want and you just click on it and there's a little button there that says show digital card and that will show you the card number, the expiry date and that dynamic CVC. The very first time you do it, it will prompt you to enter an SMS security code just for an extra piece of security. But after that, it's just two or three very quick clicks and you're looking at the card almost as quickly as if you pulled it out of your pocket. So that three digit number changes every 24 hours when you go into the digital card. It does. And the, the card number and the expiry date is identical to the one that you'd have physically in your pocket. So the, the, it's not a new card, it's, it's a copy of your existing card. The only thing that's different is the CVC that keeps changing. All right. And so you use that when you are making a payment. Um, so for one-off things, that um, seems logical. But what if you've got things like recurring payments, potentially, you know, your electricity bill that you're paying every month or every three months? Yeah, absolutely. This is this can be confusing for some people. Uh, it's called card-on-file purchases, like your health insurance or your streaming video services and so forth. And you absolutely can use the Dynamic CVC for that, even though it changes. The reason being is that when these services load your card, initially they check the card number and the expiry date and the CVC with your bank to check that you know you have valid use of the card. But once it's loaded onto the file, subsequent purchases don't make use of the CVC, so it doesn't matter that it's changed. So all ongoing billing, whether it's you know regular monthly cycle cycle billing or you're just periodically buying things on those platforms, those will still approve un- unaffected. So does that mean that you even need to have a physical card anymore? Yeah, absolutely. You sort of you don't you don't really. That's actually one of the other great benefits that I personally love about the product. It's not just that it reduces my risk of fraud. It actually allows me to be completely card-free. I obviously have installed the card onto my phone so I can tap for physical in-store purchases. But whenever I was shopping online and you get prompted for the enter your card number, expiry date and CVC into a shopping cart, I'd have to then go and run and find the actual card. Um, Whereas I don't need to do that now, it's all in the app. It's just sort of once you get into the habit of doing it, it's quicker to go and get it from the app than certainly quicker than me finding my card at this point, which is in my wallet at home, not with me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, it is all about habit really, isn't it? Okay, and Ben, so how does it actually help to reduce fraud? So most card fraud comes from merchant shopping carts that have been compromised. So you know, a fraudster will go to the web, uh, the shopping cart and try and extract card numbers. They usually then sell those card numbers on the dark web to other people who try to make purchases later on, uh, often many weeks or, or even months after the initial 
transaction. So in that time, uh, for in the case of people that have shopped with the Dynamics EVC, it will have long since changed many times over. So the subsequent attempt to make purchases with those credentials will fail. Okay, and how long has it been available? So we actually launched the product in 2020, but it's been a sort of a progressive rollout and uh, we've been tracking its usage and its uptake and its performance ever since, but it's been consistently very strong. All right, so on that analysis, let's dive into that a little bit more. What has been the findings of that analysis that you've done? So we've been tracking customers that use the Dynamic CVC for all of their purchases, and we compare that to customers that use only the static CVC for their purchases. And we see that the Dynamic CVC customers have an 80% reduction uh, in, the, in the subsequent fraud rate. Um, and that adjusts for the length of time the cards have been around and some other factors. Um, and people that use the Dynamic CVC partially, like for some of their purchases, their fraud rate sits somewhere in between. So every little bit helps. Even if you only use the Dynamic CVC every now and again, it still reduces your risk. All right. And from that data, can you see around about how many customers are using it? Yeah, we can, absolutely. So it's about 10,000 customers every day that use it, which is around 5% of the eligible transactions. Um, it's actually now the number one reason that people use the app. All right, that's interesting. And so at 5% of transactions, I suppose that is still quite a, a low number. Uh, would, would you like to see that number increase? Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, for sure. It is increasing. Um, more people are finding it every day and start using it. And usually we see that they'll continue to use it afterwards. A lot of people just simply don't know of its existence. But absolutely, it is growing and we'd love to see it get as high as we can. Mm, okay. All right. And Ben, besides the dynamic CVC, um, in your role, you, you've seen it all. You've seen fraud, you've seen scam, you've seen changes in the way criminals operate. Can we talk about a few other tips that you have for how uh, people can stay a bit safer when they're shopping online? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can give you some tips on, on shopping and, and scam avoidance as well, if you'd like. One of them is to turn off paper statements and turn on electronic statements. Oh, yeah. Why is that? We do still see a little bit of mail theft. Um, obviously, um, bank statements uh, have very light amounts of personal information in them. They're quite safe in and of themselves. But when people steal mail, they'll tend to steal everything that's in the mailbox. And they also have techniques of trying to bootstrap very small amounts of information into larger amounts through other data sources. So it's, you know, it's better for the environment and it's better for your security if you just get those statements received um, electronically. And if you want to, you know, people that obviously, a lot of us go through our statements to check that everything is okay, which you can do from the electronic statements, but also you can turn on push notifications, which is another tip that we like to share in terms of you can get a little push in the app that lets you know the moment transactions are occurring. Um, ones that you know about and even ones that you don't know about are cyclical ones or partners or children. So you can get that little ping that lets you know that, it, that money is being spent. You don't need to wait for your statement you yes. just get them in real time my husband hates that because he i can see everything he spends his money on <laughs> but i love it yes it's very powerful yes uh, another tip we like to give is like you know don't be afraid to hang up on cold callers we do see a lot of scams that come in that way and i think a lot of people end up talking to scammers out of a sense of politeness but um, you really do need to uh, work on that muscle of being able to, to hang up on cold callers Another feature that's probably not that well known for people is pay ID. This is the idea that you don't need to give away your BSBN account number to receive money and you can pay people without knowing their BSBN account number. You can use these, these things called pay IDs, which is an, like an alias over the bank account. So you can register a phone number or if you're a business, you can register your ABN and all payments can be made to that instead of the BSB and the, just, the money just gets um, received into the underlying account. 
Right. So when you, when somebody needs to transfer money to you, all you're doing is giving them your pay ID as opposed to your BSB and account number. Absolutely. And and you know in a lot of cases you would already know their pay ID if it's their phone number. So for example, let's say you and I had lunch and I needed to pay you twenty dollars back for lunch. If I already have going to lunch with you, I would probably have your phone number in my in my phone already. So if you then associate that phone number with your bank details, I simply pay your phone number, which I already know, and that, that, that gives the money to you. And in fact, the protocol will tell you if it's been successfully addressed as well. It will tell you the name of the money, who it's going to. And then you, later on, you can change who you bank with or which account it's uh, assigned to, and it's of no consequence to the sender. They just pay the phone number as normal. So it makes it actually pretty easy to transfer funds, um, but also you can double check who you're actually making the payment to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Any other tips? Um, The usual thing about not clicking on links. You know, we do still see a lot of malware and viruses and scams that uh, are coming through as links. And just also um, social media platforms generally, there's a a lot of hacking that can go on there. We do see a lot of people that trust communication digitally if it's coming from a reliable source and just lack of awareness that these accounts can get hacked. Um, So... That's probably our other a big um, tip on online uh, shopping beyond the dynamic CBC. Got it. Okay. Good tips. All right. Well, thank you, Ben. Thanks for the tips and for your time today. My pleasure. Thank you. And to everybody listening, thanks for tuning in. For more bite-sized tech updates from Westpac, feel free to subscribe to Westpac Wires podcasts. And until next time, bye for now.